What he do, what he do, what he do. Once it's your boy B to the L A double K A Blacker. And once again, I'm here on this glorious day in Lynchburg City, Virginia. <clears throat> and uh feel pretty good out here. I'm actually doing my podcast from outside today, so if you guys hear any like traffic and all of that shit in the background, it's just me being outside. It's too glorious to sit in the house today and uh get this thing done so I just want to pop off today I wasn't even going to talk about this today because I had talked about it a little bit I touched on it uh probably like a week ago or something like that with the uh home the whole D-Wade situation with him and his son slash daughter Zaire slash Zion if I'm correct um so everybody's chiming in on it you know what I mean and uh it's just crazy man you know what i'm saying like this kid is 12 years old and uh i'm 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 he he's not at the age right now where i feel like whatever decision he make he gonna want to stick with it i mean i can remember being 12 years old man and i wanted to be all types of shit and by the time i was like 18 shit at least 90 percent of that shit had decimated disappeared thrown to the side or whatever the case may be um, you don't you don't know what the fuck you want to be at 12 years old, and you know like, I mean uh, I mean even to my own kid like my son when he was like 12 years old man that motherfucker wanted to do everything, you know he was wrestling in school and shit no soon as wrestling season was over before it could be over good he was playing soccer and running track and all types of crazy shit, um. I will say this though, he has always talked about like technology. So I, I can say ever since he was probably like 13 years old, he would uh, speak about technology and stuff like that. And even to this day at 17, he still does the same thing. But I understand like now I'm one of those type of parents that 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 allow my kids a lot of free will. You know what I'm saying? Some some people may say, hey, you give them entirely too much free will. I don't know. I'm a firm believer in kids um, being able to make their own decisions to a certain degree. But when it comes to something as uh, serious, important as having your sex change, that's something right there that I totally disagree with, with the weights. Um at this point in time in their transgender daughter's life i think the last thing they need to do is 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 have a sex change right now and uh you know because who's to say uh five ten years from now that you realize that hey hell i just should have just left it at being gay you know what i'm saying or whatever the case may be I've, i've 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 never I've never walked an inch in these people's shoes. Um, so I really can't tell you anything other than what a person would say that's on the outside looking in. I do give D-Wade and, and, and Gabby much love and much respect. You know what I'm saying? I can only imagine what they were feeling and what they were going through, especially D-Wade with it actually being his biological kid. And D's been around this kid since, you know, he came out of his mother's womb. And, uh, you know, I can only imagine how they felt when their 
12-year-old kid came to him. It's one thing for, you know, a person to come out and say, hey, I'm gay. But it's something totally different for a person to come out and say, hey, I'm gay and I feel like that I should be a woman. So, you know, I'm going to have the surgery and all that kind of crazy stuff, man. And, uh, you know, it's it's without what I was talking to my, my my lady about yesterday, I was like, you got two different types of I mean, you, you, you and at least I think so. You got like two different types of gays, like the rich gays. And the poor gays, it's a hell of a discrimination between them, just like it is the rich and, and, and the poor, you know, people in general. And I strongly feel that, you know, in Hollywood, you know, it's a little circle that everybody run in. And, and I feel like being a gay teenager, if you're from like, you know, if you're a parent, if, you're, if you come from money, you're going to private schools and all of those things of that nature. I just feel like it's a lot easier for a kid who, you know, lives in the, lives uh, with rich parents or have rich parents. I think it's feel like I, I just feel like it's a little bit easier to come out to them. I feel like it's a little bit easier to come out to their peers and all types of things because they're all dealing with the same issues. They all have money. They go to the best schools. They drive the best cars, you know, and they live a lavish lifestyle. So they're not out here like the, you know, the, the, the gay people that are in the inner city who has to uh, deal with racism and, 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 and uh, sexism and uh, hatred, bigotry towards them you know the average kids from calabasas is not going through that the average kid from san bernardino in hollywood is not going through that the average kids who parents uh tax brackets are are are, are seven and, and 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 eight and nine and ten figures they aren't going through that it's the kids that are going to the public school at ps 182 it's the kids that's going to the public schools at booker t washington up and down the east west coast and the north as well as the south it's those kids that are that are that are whose parents are that aren't in the right or in the in the tax bracket as a d wade or or anything like that man and uh that's what i i, I personally feel that and you know i just feel like you know it's the, it, it has a lot to do with your tax bracket and how much money you make you know what I mean? And, you know, I heard a person say some time ago, you know, like, even to a gay white man, he still has uh, white privilege, you know. And, and, and for a black man or a woman to be gay, you know, that's just a, 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 another X that's placed upon you. You're, I mean, you know, you're already a target coming out the womb if you're born my color, you know what I mean? And, uh... You're already going to have racial discrepancies and all types of things like that in life. And then you add gay on top of that. So I can only imagine, you know, what a gay black man in the inner city goes through, you know. But uh, there's also been reports that Snoop Dogg's son, uh, Cordero Broad, is, 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 is wearing female clothing now as well. And uh, once again, once again, we're talking about... You know, someone whose family is a multi-millionaire. His father, Snoop Dogg, has been labeled one of the greatest rappers of all time. Snoop's been in the game now for close to 30 years, probably. So, you know, Cordell grew up in a, in a, in a rich environment. 
all his life. He grew up protected. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I just feel like it's a little bit different when it comes to kids who are wealthy and gay or transgender or bi or whatever the case may be versus kids that are gay, transgender or, 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 or bi in the inner city. And I, I'll just leave it as that. And so, an Iowa man is accused of forcing a woman. Hey, yo, this is a crazy-ass story right here, yo. When I first read it, I was like, yo, I got to talk about this shit right here. So, an Iowa man is accused of forcing a woman to watch Roots purportedly to, uh, for, to get better understanding of her racism. Now, the guy name is Robert Noye. He's 52 years old. He faces charges of harassment as well as kidnapping. Now, I've, I've heard some crazy shit in my life, man. But to, to and I'm, I, if you're going to kidnap somebody and have them watch Roots to understand their racism, then it was pretty much a white woman he had kidnapped. Now, it, my thing is, man, is that... <laughs> You know, I mean, come on, man. Like, seriously, this is the first time I've ever heard some shit like this before. Like, black people, we kidnapping white people now and, and, and tying them up and making them watch shit like Roots and uh, Underground and, 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 and 12 Years a Slave and all that kind of shit now. So that's what we had as a society now. Come on, man. We got to get it together, man. It was, it was it, it, It's not funny, but it was funny. You know what I mean? Like, I've never heard no shit like that before, man. Somebody just... <laughs> kidnap somebody and make them watch this, uh, a, a movie about slavery based upon their racism and shit man so that's just crazy right there so yeah so I just thought I'd uh, drop that on y'all but then the, here's another crazy story Um, a woman claims that she was raped by the super freak himself Rick James waits 41 years to file a complaint now, you know what I mean? Like, 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 come the fuck on, yo. Like, come the fuck on. Like, 41 years? Like, that's my, I'm 42. So that's practically my whole fucking life. He, he basically, allegedly, raped this woman when I was a one-year-old kid. And by the time I'm 42 years old, that's when she decided to wake up one morning and, and, and let the world know about it. And I'm like, uh... <laughs> That's just crazy. So she's filing a, a, a $50 million lawsuit. And of course, she said it happened in 1979. She said Rick came into her bedroom. She was in a detention center. And I'm assuming, and according to the report, she was uh, 15 years old at the time. And uh, the young woman went on to say that Rick laid on top of her and pushed her head into a pillow. She, and he then told her to stop resisting or he would cut her. Now, you know, just judging uh, off of the, the Dave Chappelle skit some years ago with the whole Rick James thing, it sounds like some Rick would do, man. Rick was a wild guy now. You know what I mean? I'm not going to sit here and say he didn't do it. My, my, the only thing I'm questioning is that why, why 41 years later and 10 plus years after the guy has passed away, like, why all of a sudden now like what's the motive now you know what i mean like and and the report also stated that back then she didn't know who rick james was so maybe she thought rick was just some old regular ass 
guy running around in tight clothing and he had boots and shit. I don't know. Which thought he was a superhero, but no, Rick James was a super freak, my dear. And uh, if if these things happen to you allegedly, then you know, apologies go out to you. But baby girl, the statute of limitation has surely ran out on that. And even if it hasn't, Rick's been dead for over 10 years. So, you know, this $50 million lawsuit, I mean, you can try it, but without any type of evidence. And, you know, the accuser, I'm sorry, the, the one that's being accused cannot speak for themselves. So good luck with this lawsuit. And uh, back to the NBA All-Star Weekend. Now, I didn't see it, you know, but... There's reports out here that Chaka Khan, yes, the legendary singer Chaka Khan, is being trolled by social media for her national anthem performance. And a lot of people have said that it's the worst national anthem uh, performance since Roseanne Barr. So I had to go back. Before I had did this story, I had to hit up YouTube and watch it. And I must say, it was, it was, yeah, her, her, uh, Edition and Roseanne Barr edition, you know, like, like, damn, I think the only difference was the fact that Chaka Khan didn't scratch her crotch after and spit on the ground after she sung the song. But other than that, it was basically identical <laughs> to some degree to Roseanne Barr. So, uh, you know, I don't know, man. Like, sometimes, I guess I always thought the people uh practice the song you know what i mean like I, I don't know if they expect everybody to know the song by heart i know i've never known the song by heart but uh i don't know man it's just some crazy shit right there though with with with, with the whole national anthem and singing I, the one thing i do notice is that since the whole like Colin kaepernick thing dropped a few years ago with the kneeling to the uh, national anthem they have started to get a lot of black people to sing this song on a nightly basis at these sports events and one of the guys who sings it very well uh i've seen him sing it uh during like big games in the nfl and i can't think of his name but he's a military guy uh i want to say he's a navy a navy guy and uh he he sings it in like an opera tight manner man and 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 you know i'm not one of those guys who stood for the flag even before colin kaepernick decided to kneel i've been fighting police injustice uh racial injustice and all of that for about 20 plus years now but shout out to colin for making that stand but aside from that um yeah, that's, you know, that, that, that song means a lot of things to a lot of different people, and I totally get it, and I totally understand it. Um, once again, for anyone who thought that kneeling uh, disrespects the flag, if you really know your history, if you really do your homework, you will find out that that's the furthest thing from the truth. Doesn't disrespect the flag, doesn't disrespect the troops. But y'all want to hear uh, a feel-good story? So a restaurant in Texas opens early to serve a three-year-old baby girl who has leukemia, her favorite meal. Now, the restaurant name is Jay Wilson, and uh, it didn't say exactly 
what part of Texas this restaurant was in, but big up to uh, the restaurant called Jay Wilson for doing that. You know what I mean? They didn't also they didn't say exactly what it is that she ate at three years old, but I'm quite sure it's probably some type of finger food like chicken nuggets, the smiley face ones, or something like that, or you know, probably gave her a nice uh, treat afterward, stuff like that. But uh, the little girl name is. Adelaide, if I'm saying it correctly, Adelaide Stanley, and yeah, she, and you know, she has, like I said, leukemia, not, you know, it's a feel-good story based upon what the restaurant did, you know, but uh, it's still heart-touching, heart-touching and heart-wrenching because she's a three-year-old kid and she's sick, you know what I mean, like, I, like when... My, my grandbaby, if she has a little slight head cold, you know what I'm saying? That just makes me want to take it from her and let me have the cold instead of her. I, I hate seeing little babies sick, and I can only imagine how sick they are when uh, they have something as, ho- as, as, as bad as uh, cancer, leukemia, things of that nature. So shout out <clears throat> to Jay Wilson Restaurant for doing that. I think that was a real big class act. And uh, the moment I get you guys a city and I'm in the Texas area and I'm anywhere close by, I'll definitely be stopping there to grab something to eat. And so <clears throat> Asians in America is starting to feel the racism in America, especially since the coronavirus outbreak. Now, a Chinese restaurant in Chinatown, L.A. has lost over 80% of their business due to the fear of staff having coronavirus. Now, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy because I think, I think the Chinese is going to start feeling like how black people feel and just the Asian, the Asian, you know, population in America, period, because, you know, it's kind of hard and I don't want to sound racist, but it's kind of hard to differentiate. differentiate. It's kind of hard to see the difference, rather, and, 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 and between a Japanese and a Chinese and a, you know, uh, Vietnamese and anything of that nature. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard unless you really, 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 you know, have, have, have identified with any of those cultures and you're non-Asian and you identify with any of those coach cultures and it's kind of hard to uh, distinguish which one is which. But with that being said, I don't think it's right for, you know, and, and all the rants, and I'm not going to say it's just been them, but all the ones, that I, all the rants that I've seen on Facebook or YouTube or anything like that has all been white people screaming, go back to your own country. You know, and, and you know, a lot of these people were born right here in the good old U.S. of A. You know, but um, a lot of these diseases are coming from you know China. Like, I mean, if you remember in the early 2000s, it was SARS. You know, what I mean, and then uh, we had something else called was it Mare or something, something else that had popped out. You know, what I mean, and. You know, for years I've been seeing people who come from the China nation walk around, whether it was in China or in America, with the uh, with the surgeon mask on their face. You know, um, I don't I don't feel like they should be discriminated or you know what I'm saying racially discriminated, anything like that. This woman losing 80% of her business, you know, since this coronavirus has broken out, I can only imagine. You know what she's going through right now, man. 
And it's almost like, you know, it's almost like if a, a black person does something and, 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 you know, a witness didn't get a real good look at them, it's almost like then every black person is a target. So Chinese people, we know exactly what y'all going through when y'all all get looked at as the rotten apple, you know what I mean? So welcome to our world. On the side from that, maybe you guys, maybe a lot of you Chinese were like these mom and pop uh, hair stores and, 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 and nail spa treatment places like that where predominantly black customers are, 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 are shopping and spending money at your stores. Maybe you guys, now that you've had a taste of what we go through, maybe, just maybe you guys will start treating us a little bit better. Not saying that what you guys are going through right now, you guys deserve because you don't, nobody deserves to be uh, racially targeted as a, as, a, as, a, as a collective whole group just because, you know, whether it was two or three uh, bad pieces in the bunch or whatever. Listen, there's a virus going around. It's not like these people purposely uh, asked for this virus or anything like that. Um, let's, let's just try to uh get in a place to where we can do away with this virus because this uh, you know a virus is just like a straight bullet it has no name on it anybody is subjected to it so you must understand that so let you know instead of you know targeting these people with hate crimes and and, and verbal assaults and things like that let's continue to educate ourselves on these things and 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 uh you know, so we can put an end to this type of stuff, man. It, you know, it, it's just crazy. The coronavirus has no particular set group of people that it would like to attack. It's going to attack anything that's right there within it, close enough to be attacked. So they say it's easy to contract, you know, six feet or closer. You know what I mean? So, you know, it, it is what it is. But to be, you know... I can only I can only imagine what a Korean is feeling, because you know the average American can't make the distinction between Chinese and Korean, Japanese and 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 and, and Filipino or something like that, man. So, you know, America, we need to stop with this whole a lot of this racist bullshit. You know what I'm saying? These people are are are, are sick, and you know, certain racist bigots motherfuckers want to attack these people for something that they have absolutely no control over but there's another group of people who get attacked on a daily basis for being a color that they have absolutely no control over so you know to each his own man so i want to dive into the sports world a little bit here now ex-carolina panther greg Olson, which was a tight end for the carolina panthers has signed a one-year deal with the seattle seahawks Man, I'm going to tell you, man, you know, the rich just get richer, man. I swear, that guy, uh, Russell Wilson in Seattle, he's had, and, and, and uh, you know, he's had pretty good tight ends throughout his career, man. But I think Greg Olson is going to be the best one that he's had since he's been in the NFL over the past eight years. Um, Greg Olson, man, I mean, he made, he, made Cam, he made Cam Newton look real good because at one point in time, Cam didn't have a fucking wide receiver to throw to. The closest thing to a wide receiver that he had was um, Greg Olson at the time. And, and, and Greg Olson is a Pro Bowl caliber uh, tight end who, I, me personally, I think he has probably 
one to two more years left in them and it's not they don't have anything to do with age really but everything to do with health like greg is broken like both of his feet you know and the last time i checked you needed your feet to play in the nfl because 90 percent of your job would be like running <laughs> so you know but shout out to uh the seattle seahawks and shit for you know for picking them up so i think that was cool also, the Clippers got stronger. They acquired uh, Reggie Jackson from the Detroit Pistons in a buyout. You know, and, uh, you know, everybody's been waiting on the Lakers to, like, make certain moves and shit. You know what I mean? They were talking, I think, about a week ago or, like, right right before the All-Star break. They were talking about uh, Darren Collison perhaps uh, unretiring and signing with the Lakers. And they seen him at the game, with, if I'm correct, with Jeannie Buss the owner of the Lakers and I guess everybody was like oh he's sitting with Jeannie so that must means that you know he's gonna sign with the Lakers eh, that didn't happen um you know the Lakers have lost the uh what do you call it the the, the, the trade deadline sweepstakes now for like two years in a row you know what I mean Aside of me, doesn't want to see LeBron James get a ring again but then it, you know the older he gets and you know and, you know, he's only got like a, probably three years left at tops, two years left at being one of the top five players. And, uh, you know, I I would like to see him go ahead on and get that fourth ring, man. Um, but if this if the Clippers going to continue to keep stacking their team the way that they're doing it, man, I mean, it's going to be hard for LeBron them to come out the West. It's going to be hard. You know what I mean? They're going to have to hope for, like, some key injuries, possibly, because the Clippers are deep, man, from, from 1 to 12. They are deep, man. And it's like everybody that, that I mean, even their bench, their bench have, have, have been starters, you know what I'm saying, for uh, long stretches of their careers, man. Like, Reggie Jackson, he started, he was a starter for Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Markeith Morris, he was a starter. This guy has been a starter <clears throat> primarily everywhere he's been. You know? Um, so, you, you know, you got, I mean, Lou Williams, he's he's a, he's a star. He's a bench player with starter minutes. So, you know, you can take Kawhi and uh, Paul George off the floor at the same time, and you still should be successful. You still should have firepower. You still have players that can create their own shots off the dribble. So, man, the Clippers are going to be real fucking scary as the season progresses. Um, the only thing that could really, really hinder <clears throat> the Clippers' chances of, of, of uh, going to the finals and, 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 and winning it could be one or two things. Either the Milwaukee Bucks or the Boston Celtics from the East or injuries due to their own team. You know, Patrick Beverly is still injured to some degree, and that's one of the main reasons why they picked up Reggie Jackson, um, I'm guessing for an insurance policy or something like that. And also, Jason Witten, <clears throat> the tight end of the Dallas Cowboys, says he wants to play next season. Um, he, didn't, <clears throat> excuse me, he didn't necessarily say that he wanted to play with the Cowboys next season, but... Uh, he is putting it out there that, you know, he, he's willing to play next season. Uh, it's like two years ago, Jason was in the booth. He was doing commentating uh, for football games, man. And I guess according to certain polls, he sucked at it. 
you know. And uh, it's, you know, like when you're, when you're ex, most ex-football players, when they leave the game and they start commentating, a lot of time these guys are like uh, quarterbacks and wide receivers. Now, if you pay attention, two of the biggest, two of the biggest uh, commentators when it comes to the NFL happens to be quarterbacks. They both happen to play for the Dallas Cowboys at some point in their career. And that's being Troy Aikman and Tony Romo. Now, Troy Aikman has been in the broadcasting booth now for about, what is it, 15-plus years, if I'm, if I'm correct. And Tony has just started within the past couple years. And Tony has already has been catapult up there to the likes of Troy Aikman and Joe Buck and, and guys of that nature. Hell, even to, like, John Madden status. There's been reports that ESPN was going to make him, you know, wants to make him the highest paid uh, commentator in sports, man. And, you know, it's, it's how he sees the game. And I'm saying to myself, damn, if you saw the game like this when you was on the field, you should have at least one NFL Super Bowl. And last but not least, <clears throat> I'm quite sure y'all heard the news came out last year. No, I'm sorry, last night, if I'm correct, what the uh, rapper Pop Smoke was killed in a home invasion. And it's crazy, man, because I just got turned on to that guy, like, uh, a little young guy turned me on to him, like, last year. I was sitting in the parking lot at work, and next thing I know, I heard the music, and I was asking him, I was like, yo, who is this right here? And it's like, yo, it's my man. It's a new cat named Pop Smoke. And so, you know, and it's just sickening right now, man, because you got a lot of rappers that are, like, falling like flies, man. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's, it's just crazy right now, man. I mean, in the past, you know, 12-plus months, we've lost Nipsey Hussle, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and Juice World, um, Extension, you know, now Pop Smoke. And, you know, it, I'm quite sure and sad to say, but, the list is not going to get shorter. It's just going to get longer. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, Pop Smoke, rest in peace, man. I just started. I was just listening to this cat, honestly, like Monday night. You know what I mean? At, at, at work, sitting in the parking lot on my lunch break, smoking one. And I was banging some Pop Smoke, man. So, you know, to show my respect, I'm going to bang Pop Smoke <clears throat> all night tonight at work. And tomorrow, the rest of the week. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be in my rotation, heavy in my rotation. You know, once again, man, just, you know, I feel for the family of Pop Smoke. And uh, I hope they catch the son of a bitch that, that broke into this guy's house and, and, and get him in. You know, and uh, I'm not sure if he was a real big social media guy. Because looking at the address and where they said this took place, I'm like, damn, I thought, you know, that type of place, that would be a heavily guarded secured neighborhood, but when a motherfucker wants you, and they want you bad enough, they'll come and get you. And on that note right there, people, I want to say, I want to thank y'all for listening to The Sixth Sense once again. I also want to let y'all know that if you haven't donated, you can on a monthly basis for 99 cents, people, not even a whole dollar. It's 99 cents, and your donations would be greatly appreciated. I want to thank y'all for listening to your boy B to the L A double K A blacker. I get at y'all.